This week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Charity. Charity Greenleaf on the Oprah channel? Who? Oh, sorry. You don't watch Greenleaf? No. Our listeners are going to get you. All year round. For just 10 cents a day, you can help all of these hoes find a decent lace front. So that they can feel good about themselves. So that they can possibly get a man. Oh. It's only 10 cents a day. Please find it in your hearts to help them. 10 cents can go a long way. Anything will help. Help these young ladies. Help these hoes. <laughs> Um, it's also if I just go get that episode taken down, <laughs> bitch, because I'm not arguing with her, but she wants her arms of. Look, I heard y'all was over there on, on the SoundCloud and on the Apple Podcast doing use arms of an angel, and I didn't even cut. Listen, the most important part is you can get over to www.helpthesehoes.org and do some charity work. Today is election day. Oh um, we all may need you know to ground ourselves Woo! and give it back because. Jesus. Got <laughs> last week's episode title. Um, yeah, but I'm excited. She said for ten cents a day you can help these young ladies. <clears throat> help these hoes. <laughs> that was correct my favorite. Yourself. Course correction. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Yes. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N AKA the top Targaryen. BKA Superman the Middle Age Witch. Okay. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And you guys showed out last month on RonaldMatters.com. I just can't even tell you all of the page views. Um, but make sure you guys continue to enjoy your weekly colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness with prep advocate and sex specialist. Me. And um, culture blogger me. What's our icebreaker this week? Our icebreaker this week is inspired by the movie Fahrenheit 451, the new reimagining of Fahrenheit 451. Mm-hmm. Um, of all the books that you have read, what book have you read that you would memorize and represent at the end of the world? So in Ooh. Fahrenheit 451, they were burning books. Uh, Fahrenheit 451 was a, a very famous book itself mm-hmm. and then became a movie... I think it was in the late 70s, early 80s or something like that. And they recently redid it with uh, Michael Bay Jordan. And it was really good. I really liked the the new interpretation. So it, it gave me a really important question of, you know, of all the books that you've read, what do you think you could actually represent at the end of the world when they're burning books? There's no many, there's not many books left. And you can adequately, like almost word for word, remember what this book was teaching, what the what the book was about. So for Ooh. me, <clears throat> it was a no-brainer. Um, Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin uh, is a book that I feel like I know backwards and forward. I think I've read it four or five times. Okay, It's my favorite James Baldwin work. And if they were to ever start burning books like they burned them in Fahrenheit 451, I would remember most of Giovanni's Room. My book of choice, and I don't know if this is gay or not, but it's definitely Hillary Clinton, What Happened?, because y'all, we gotta remember, like in the Donald Trump world, that's probably how we got to end up burning books, anyway. So I need y'all to make sure you keep in mind Hillary Clinton. What happened? 
Cause child, how do we get here? Um, yeah, bless her for that. <laughs> Jesus <clears throat> Christ. The word of the day's week is G'd up. How you spell that? G Q apostrophe <coughs> D and then up. G'd up. Okay. And so in the early nineties the word G'd up meant um you were wearing a lot of um uh, expensive clothing, nice shoes, expensive jewelry, blah blah blah. You was G'd up oh. like the Snoop Dogg song. Oh. In two thousand eighteen the word G'd up is referencing G H B. Is referencing someone that is extremely high on GHB where they can voluntarily or involuntarily do things that they probably wouldn't normally do. Um, it's popular for its disinhibitory qualities, meaning it completely takes away your inhibitions of whether this is safe, whether this really is fun, really, whether this is really something I would typically do, um, and puts you in this space of just, you know, very few inhibitions or no inhibitions at all. And it's very, very important because people are using G'd up like they use tea and party for Tina. Okay. So they're asking if you want to get G'd up. And when you say, do you want to get G'd up? That sounds fun. I'm like, ooh, I want to get G'd up. Yeah, let's go out. Where we going? It's like, do you want to go gangbang? I was like, no, I'm not shooting anybody tonight. Okay. I thought it meant like gangbanger. Okay. Oh. Well, that's a different interpretation. Yeah. But G-Dup is referencing GHB, again, the date rape drug. Um, it was very prevalent in white communities, but is obviously franchising into ours as we speak. So, word of the day, G-Dup. Oh, wow. So, we do have a sponsor this week. Yay! Our sponsor this week comes from Project Briggs. Project Briggs has a night of fashion and music with a purpose coming up. Let's Beat Diabetes. One of the most highly anticipated fashion and music events in 2018. The collections, the models, the calls, walking to end diabetes, fierce, fresh, and phenomenal. Um, The King and I Productions is in conjunction with Project Briggs who will be shining a light on beating diabetes for an unforgettable evening of epic proportions filled with fashion and music with a purpose. Swirl the fashion show with our mistress of ceremony who beautifully will be emceeing the event, Miss Angela Stribling of Word Radio and host of Pillow Talk with Angela. Um, The event will be right here in D.C. Um, the link for the event will be below. It's going to be on December 1st, 2018. And again, you can check out the link below to get your tickets. It's called Swirl and Chords Fashion and Music Gala Weekend. Saturday, September, December, September, December. Ooh, Ooh, that was very charade. <laughs> September, December. Somewhere between September and December, but check for it on December 1st. Um, in the theater benefiting the American Diabetes Association. So, the link below will get you to your tickets. Come out and see us. We will be there live and in color beating diabetes with Project Briggs. What's going on in Hot Topics this week? Um, In Hot Topics this week, <sighs> Rihanna told Donald Trump. Thank you. <clears throat> Before you get too far, can I just say that you didn't start with Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. But, and I hate I brought it up, but I was hoping that it wasn't the leading story. Thank you. So, Rihanna told Donald Trump. Rihanna told Donald Trump 
Come play with me, bitch. Um, huh? In reference to Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, <laughs> <laughs> verbal altercation at, at the uh, Fashion Week, and um, his him and his team replied, "I'm standing right here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not moving." Mm-mm. This is in reference to um, Donald Trump using Rihanna music at his rallies, which Rihanna has previously in the past uh, threw warning shoes and said, "Can y'all stop?" My music is not for no Donald Trump rallies. Mm-mm. They have used a, a number of uh, Rihanna songs at uh, Trump rallies. And this time, Rihanna was not playing with them. She sent a formal cease and desist to the Trump campaign, Trump administration. Um, and then she decided that she wanted the Navy to get into the smoke Be just, uh, <laughs> by, just, by putting the whole altercation on the internet child. because you know the Navy was going to clock right the fuck in and be like who who and they got jobs so so they can call um, their homegirl down to the administration and the council and the child the things um I just I'm ready to see Rihanna throw her shoes at Donald Trump so I love this story so much because either she's gonna throw her shoes at him uh, physically or legally, and I'm absolutely here for it. Here for it. Next, Cardi B, please tell me that you being Katana is a joke or a bad Halloween costume. What? What you on her Insta? On Offset's Insta. Oh, okay. I, that's all. Like I didn't see this. Okay. Offset posted a picture of. Cardi B as Katana, mm-hmm. the famous Mortal Kombat fighter, which is a direct juxtaposition of Nicki Minaj's Chun Li Street Fighter. Oh, this is not funny. Oh, this is not cute. It is old. It is played out. It is playing right into the hands of everybody saying that you copy off of her. Please tell me it's a joke. It's a bad joke at that. And it was a bad Halloween costume. Because nobody wants to see Cardi B as Katana. Like, it just, it's just, it's lazy writing at best. Oh, it must have been deleted because I don't see it now. It was there. (coughs) Oh, Uh, here it goes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is Photoshop. Because those are her hips, those are her thighs. But it's on her husband's page. So it's it's different if it's on a fan's page, mm-hmm. it's on the shade room, blah, blah, blah. Why would her husband be posting this? Mm-hmm. So, again, I don't know. I don't know. Let's let that be a bad joke. Katana, a.k.a. Cardi B, just do not let that be a thing. Yeah, no. We, no. Already, we barely got on board with Nicki Minaj is Chun Li because couldn't nobody figure out why she was Chun Li and the bad guy. Namely you. <laughs> I figured it out, but other hoes could not. Um. Oh, I forgot our affirmations. Fucking around with you. Our affirmation this week is: being dark skinned is not a detriment. There is power in your melanin, and it makes people nervous and scared. But you are perfect and need no lightening up. Amen. So that is shout out to Spice. Uh, I hope that that's also a bad joke or a bad Halloween costume. Child. <coughs> Next, Ariana. Ariana, the petty vocalist Grande. Oh my God. Gets a steady, standing ovation from me this week. 
Uh, if you are not aware, she released a new song, even though her album just came out. <laughs> and uh, we don't know if she's even going to have any more albums coming out. But she has a song. A song for y'all, soul. Oh, my, oh, my God. And it's called Thank You, Next. Thank you, comma, next. In the song, she details um, some of her most recent relationships. Thought Big Sean was the one. He need to be the one. Go back to that. <laughs> um, and it's a real mood. Because literally, she just broke up with this nigga like within the last few weeks. And she's wrote, had a song produced, had it recorded, and it's out. And she put it out literally 30 minutes before SNL. Before her ex-boyfriend show come up. <clears throat> just to tell y'all, just to telegraph to you who this is for. Mm. Who this is about. Mm. Um, I think that she definitely made sure that there was no confusion about that. And uh, that's why she's the petty vocalist to me. And she should run with that mantle. Um, what happened next was... Pete Davidson putting the nail in his own coffin. So you already got your ex putting out music about you. Then he got the fuck on air of SNL and decided to make fun of a war veteran who had lost his eye who's currently running for Congress, probably getting ready to win because you just gave him this fucking platform. Yep. Um, You decided to make fun of him because he he wore an eye patch. Without, I guess, somebody telling you, or it'd be worse if you knew. That I he think was he in knew. I think he knew, but I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because NBC had to get a picture approved to run on air. Yeah. So I mean, I know that they went through legal because legal has to approve the picture. So it it went through multiple channels. Pete did just make this up like five minutes before it it came on TV. Well, um, the disgraced congressman, quote unquote. Uh, was a Navy SEAL who served three different tours and um, lost his eye in direct conflict. He with... did one after he lost his eye. So he was committed. Yeah, yeah no. You can still go with yeah. one eye depending on your specialties. Um, so this is just the wrong person to make fun of. Um, especially this close to an election where he might have had almost no chance, no rec- no recognition, but now we've given him a platform to play victim, which he really was a victim because mm. you had no reason to put your words towards a combat veteran, and the most notable thing you've ever done in your life is fuck Ariana Grande. Uh-oh. So you have no space. You have no space to talk at all. Um... So after Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson annoyed us and entertained us uh, all in one night, <clears throat> there was video of Oprah, the greatest of all time, Winfrey, Amen. knocking on doors to help encourage people to get out the vote for Stacey Abrams in Georgia. I hope that y'all listened. Um, we're currently seeing the numbers as we record. They don't look cute yet, but we know Atlanta has not reported it in. Once Atlanta reports in, then we're going to know what the race really looks like. Okay. Um, so that in of itself was a story, but the next story uh, touched me on the inside. So not only was Oprah Winfrey walking around 
uh, metropolitan Atlanta knocking on doors for Stacey Abrams. She also enlisted uh, Michael Panty Dropper Jordan to come with her as well. Michael Panty Dropper Jordan, Michael B, not not the old one, not 45. Oh, okay. I was like, Panty Dropper, Panty, Michael. Oh. Michael, Michael, the Bulls oh, Jordan, oh, 23 Jordan is nobody's Panty oh, Dropper. No I was more. so confused. I was like, who is you talking about? There's the- one Panty Dropper named Michael so B. So Michael B. Jordan was at that. So, wow. Okay. So, again, it touched me on the inside. Look at him. Because let Michael B. Jordan knock on my door and ask me for anything. Anything, Michael B. Jordan. Anything. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Hey. I don't know. I don't know whose door he was knocking on, and they was just like, I mean, I guess I'll vote for Stacey Abrams, but you cute. Like, Michael B. Jordan was knocking on people's doors. Mm. Like at your at your house. I would have kidnapped Michael B. Jordan. Uh oh. That would have been it. He would have just had to be here for now. He would have. But uh, <laughs> he would have been an indentured servant at my house. Oh, poor Michael B. Jordan. Poor, poor everybody involved. Poor me. <laughs> poor everybody involved. He's gonna be making a whole other campaign campaign contribution if he comes to my house. Eee. Um, in more serious news, there are more troops headed to the southern border uh, of the United States and Mexico. Talk about taking people away from their families right before Ooh. holiday season. And I'm absolutely not here for it. Um, the most, the biggest, the biggest egregious thing about this story that I'm not here for is the numbers. There are more, there are more troops headed to the southern border, southern border of the United States and Mexico than are currently in Iraq or in Afghanistan, where we have a whole war going on. There are more troops headed to the border of United States and Mexico than there are in Afghanistan, where we have been fighting the longest war in American history. There are more troops going to Mexico because immigrants want to come here to seek asylum than are at war in Afghanistan. And so when we think that these elections don't have consequences and we think that it's okay just to not vote and it's, you know, the they all are the same and it doesn't matter if I vote, <coughs> they still going to win, they still going to do what they want to. This is where mm. you're wrong. There are people in power right now mm-hmm. that feel that a few hundred immigrants bears a more grave risk to our country coming to ask for asylum than terrorists in Afghanistan and Iraq. That's blowing up like whole cities. Just killed, just killed a man this weekend who was the mayor of a of a, a city in North Dakota, I believe. Um, he was a, a National Guardsman that was serving in Afghanistan and was killed by um, one of the local Afghani uh, army uh Traitors, people mm-hmm. that joined the um, Afghanistan army, but have no intention of actually serving in the Afghani army. They actually are trying to um, blow shit up, kill people in the name of um, the uniform that they're pretending to wear. Mm. And so this gentleman was a mayor of a city and was killed this weekend in a place of war, in a place of conflict. 
but we're sending more troops to the southern border of the United States of America than in Afghanistan where people are being killed currently. These elections have consequences. If you did not vote today, if you did not send in an absentee ballot, correct yourself. Get yourself right. It is not a game. Um... I had a great conversation this past weekend with our trans sister over at Black Trans and Beautiful. Um, Her podcast went up yesterday. Uh, We talked about toxic black masculinity and identity in um, gay culture. Uh And again, it was a very substantive um, conversation that we had. Her coming from the black trans woman perspective and then me coming from the black male perspective and meeting in the middle and so that link will also be below if you want to check that out we had a great conversation she has an amazing podcast um she's new to the dc area but not new to um having a voice and not new to um being told that she should be erased or she is invalid because she's a new trans girl um her name is yannick and again like i said she had amazing perspectives we had a really great conversation about toxic black masculinity, and you should check that out as well. <clears throat> Spotify got gathered and put in time out for airing an anti-trans ad ahead of election day. Literally, over the last two days, Spotify had been um, putting out an ad where they were questioning Proposition 3 in Massachusetts, which residents would be voting on today in the midterm elections. Proposition 3 is a veto referendum allowing people to vote on whether or not they want to repeal a state law. The state law is a basis on public access to um, bathrooms and public spaces without uh, discrimination by gender identity. Um, A vote no on this bill Um, would be rolling back those protections against people that identify as different genders than they were born, a vote yes is keeping the bill in place. Uh, Advocates like Laverne Cox have signed on to the Yes on 3 campaign. Spotify obviously didn't see any of this and allowed the No on 3 campaign to run ads on Spotify right before playlists started before a podcast started, probably including this one, Uh-oh. you bitches, you. <clears throat> and um, the internet was not having the shit. Pink Berry on Twitter said, FYI, that Spotify is running the transphobic No on 3, which paints trans women as predatory men. I'll be canceling my premium service. Thanks. Emily Canero at Spotify, I'm a trans woman. If you want to keep getting my money each month, you will pull your hateful no on three ads. Amen. And guess what Spotify did? Stood their ground. They pulled their motherfucking <laughs> ads. <laughs> they pulled all the motherfucking ads off. You will not find a no on three ad anywhere. But did they return the check? That's that's the point that I'm making is one. Did you return the money? And two, mm-hmm. was the damage done? Because these are the last couple days before the election and people that needed to hear those messages or definitely not need to hear those messages already heard those messages. And Spotify putting its brand 
and these billions of streams behind something like that, is the damage already done? Uh-uh. Thank you guys so much for leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts. Search for our name in your purple app. Here for it. Click um, the reviews tab and click write a review. We're up to 87 reviews. And thank you guys so much to all of the southern countries and the Bahamas. We are continuing to trend um, in a lot of these places. So just thank you guys so much for all of your international support for Here Forward Podcast. We appreciate all of our listeners everywhere. Um, is it time for social studies? Sure. Um, three points about stress and your health. Um, I had a very interesting conversation with a friend, a close friend of mine, and was talking about how um things were going on. But this is our personal conversation. But it got me to talking about stress and your health. Stress hormones affect your immune system. Um. And makes you more susceptible to cold and flu viruses and well bacteria. So make sure that you are not like, oh my gosh, I'm just so tired of running around. I've been stressed out with work and now I'm coming down with this cold. That's your body telling you you need to go rest. You need to make a Netflix and chill day. You need to cancel that something you was going to. You've got to make time to rest because your body needs it. Number two, um, per the Harvard Mental Health Letter, the brain tells your enteric nervous system to slow down or stop digestion to focus on potential threats. Slow down. Who's that by? Mario? I was like, I know that. No, it was by the whining. Mario Winans? No. I think I know that one. But anyway, uh, <laughs> this stress can cause abdominal pain and or irritable bowel syndrome symptoms including diarrhea and constipation so don't let stress get you so uh, backed up where you end up being backed up because if you if you're not excreting um it's gonna do something else it's gonna go somewhere else and child together um the last thing lots of heavy stress can cause sores rashes and hives Ugh. <laughs> Um, I was looking on WebMD, and it says that stress can aggravate psoriasis, rosacea, and eczema because those stress hormones are excreting, and then everything else is going to start excreting. You're going to start having pus everywhere, and it just ain't going to be pretty. And then you have to make time to go to the doctor for some copay because you're going to need some prescription strength um, creams or something. Pus everywhere. Pus everywhere. What? Shout out to Big Freedom. But um, that's this week in um, social studies. Manage your stress. Watch what you're doing. <clears throat> American Horror Story Apocalypse happened this week. I didn't watch, did I? What happened at the end? It was meh. I think I did watch. It was meh. It was very... It was a filler this week. I saw something somewhere that said like, they should end after this season. I was like, I don't think no, that. No, they already have 11 renewed yeah, already. They, girl. They already have 11 renewed. They probably gonna start that shit. Filming right after this win. Thanks. Um, I'm ready for the upcoming battle. There's really only two yeah. more episodes left. And really, if they did the upcoming battle the next episode and then wrapped everything up in the last episode of Girl, The Girls is Dead, mm-hmm. we're trying to move on, The Devil, blah, 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 that would be it for me. Because I am ready to see. The, I don't want to see no more. Don't go back into the, the... Not no more preparation for the battle. I don't want to see no time jumps back uh, 20 years ago. Uh-huh. When girls had bobs. I don't want to see that no more. I want to see the reg- the, the battle. Okay. 
the best part of this episode this week was the jacking off robot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did see this week's episode. I watched it live. Okay, yeah, I did see it. Yeah, I was like, oh, science has come a long way. I wonder how much that is. These two demons. Um, worshippers. There was a lot of coke. Bay, fucking bay. <laughs> There's a lot of coke. You got to do these things in moderation, children. They weren't really sniffing coke on TV, but I know that people saw that and was like, oh, I guess I can do it like four or five bumps. When you do that much cocaine, no, no. you go into cardiac arrest. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what really happens stress, when you do... Stress, baby, stress. Your body gonna be stressed. So don't take that shit seriously if you just watched this last episode of American Horror Stories and you want to get into um, a couple more bumps of cocaine. No. Because, no, cardiac arrest. <laughs> um, Venable was beat. I, I just, she came out of the left field. I wasn't expecting to see her. But seeing her in purple, she was beat. I liked it. Uh-huh. Gave me something I could feel. Uh-huh. Something I could use. Um, Michael Langdon reminds me of the Trump supporters with torches in Virginia um, last year. The Tiki torches girls. Yeah. <laughs> Just yelling. Don't got no real purpose. The end is near. Go away. I don't say that's about it. <laughs> For that. Mm. That's about it. So again, American Horror Stories is just, it's probably like one of the best things that's on right now. It's like the only one that I will stop doing what I'm, my regularly scheduled program to go do. Um, I just binge watched Homecoming on Amazon and that was amazing. It was amazing. And I was not expecting to like it that much because I don't like Julia Roberts that much. Oh! Yeah. What's the plot of that? So the plot of it is... Um, there's a secret facility where veterans are coming back from being deployed Mm -hmm. and they have PTSD, depression, anxiety, blah, blah, blah. The facility is claiming to heal them, but not telling them that they're healing them so they can send their ass right back to Iraq and Afghanistan. What? It is so good. So the supporting cast is better than Julia Roberts, Mm -hmm. but Julia Roberts has some good points in it. There's this one chocolatey... Yeah, because that's who I was looking at. Okay. Mm. That's he's so I, fucking fine. In the commercials. And, so, mm. and so he like he's so pure. And it's like, oh, babe. Oh. And then you finally see his, his interactions with his mom. And he's really chivalrous. He's Haitian. And so they kind of had like that conservative background. Mm-hmm. But it's a really, really good show. If you need something to binge, binge Homecoming. The first episode, have a drink. The second episode is going to catch on. And then okay. you're going to be stuck. For eight more episodes, like I was. Oh, well, hope I can get in, I can get into that this weekend because I was seeing it, and I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be something good to to do when I'm um, chilling at the, his house." Yes, yeah, it's, it's really really good. Um, they've already renewed that one for season two as well. I have no idea what they're gonna do with season two because <clears throat> when they got to episode ten, oh, oh, they cleared shit the fuck up. But that's a good thing, though. Like, I wow. know that's what I like because yeah. I don't want I don't want to be waiting a year with questions in my mind, and then a year later you bring the shit back, and I still got questions that I don't remember. Yeah, because I get to now. watching those theory um, videos on YouTube. Like, bitch, the, the theory girls should have been in the writing room because I don't know what the fuck y'all came up with. It'd be so many times I'd be like, the girls with the theories on YouTube be better than the show. They really do. <laughs> they really do. They really need their credit. Yeah. Um, this week in sexual health, there was a topic that I saw <clears throat> on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, and it struck it struck me because they were happening from different people, but simultaneously the conversation was going. 
And I was like, well, I guess that's kind of an important topic. Are your whole friends stopping your bag? Are your whole friends stopping you from fucking other people, falling in love with other people, being friends with other people, um, having other relationships with other people because they fucked all of them? What are your thoughts on that? (laughs) Um, I think that it depends on the level of who your friend is. Okay. So if your friend is the level of hoe that you can't even talk to people that he's fucked because he's fucked all of the people, mm-hmm. that might be a problem. With your friend or with the people? Your friend. Okay. Because the people can't help that they happen to fuck your friend. That Like, that was one person, but your friend have fucked 50. Okay. And so your friend is the more... Um, at fault party because you are surrounded by people that your friend has fucked okay. and so that has minimized your choices and friends if you're one of the people that don't get in relationships with people or have sex with people that your friends have had sex with or been in relationships with uh-huh. this diminishes uh, the field your options and so do you feel like you having a whole friend stops your bag I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be me. I I don't have any much of a choice outside of being myself. So um, that's all I got. Okay. Do you feel like this happened to you before? Um. Yes. <clears throat> so. Um. In in a lot of things that I do, I have friends in the porn industry, and some that might as well be in the porn industry as much fucking as they doing. No shade. But. I will um, be talking to them about someone that I'm, I'm like, oh, that, that person's cute. Or that person's interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, here's the Twitter video of us smashing last year. I'm like, oh, girl. Ugh. And so with the number of friends, associates, mm-hmm. that I think that that happens with, that potentially does slow down my bags doesn't stop them because if even if that friend fucked them to me it depends on the um potential that i see in that person because i might still talk to him after i knew a friend fucked him i'd be like okay well it wasn't for you it might be for me <laughs> um so it, it for me it doesn't stop my bag like i said it at most will slow, slow it down because yeah. I'd be like, okay. well, let me take a step back. Let me think about and this. look at it. And be like, is this person even worth? I got to get my reading glasses. Yeah, girl. Because <laughs> I mean, really, at the end of the day, like some of those friends or associates, they might not even be at my wedding, and I'm about to marry this nigga, and, and I would have never gotten the chance to marry this nigga because somebody fucked them at some point. I'm like, well. It's gay. What's he a it's virgin? Gay life. <laughs> right. It's gay What's life. He a virgin? Somebody's going to have fucked him at some point. <laughs> Happen to be somebody that somebody else that I know. Okay. Something popular. Well, not popular. Something that I say all the time is, in gay culture, you're one dick of separation away from another person. Oh. So yes, you may know this person. I promise you, y'all know somebody that he fucked. I promise you, or fucked him. Vice versa, it don't matter. Chill. All the above. You are always one de- one dick degree of separation away. 
So in sexual health this week, I say, do not let your whole friends stop your bag. If it slows your bag down, you know, I got to go through another TSA screening. That's okay. You got to get a little pat down at TSA afterwards. That's okay. Don't let it stop you from getting on the plane, though. All right. I'm scared. <laughs> um, do you have any listener letters? Uh, send us your questions and comments to hereforwardpod at gmail.com or to any inbox where you can find us on social media. Do you have any listener letters? No. All right. What's our next segment? Songs for our souls. The girl from Fifth Harmony, her name's Lauren, and I cannot pronounce the last name. God, uh, shout out to Lauren. Um, she has a song called Expectations, which is like this hard, bass-hitting ballad where she talks about um, overthinking everything, setting up scenarios in her head, overreacting, and just overall just being dramatic about situations and in the end, they almost always work out. So even if it wasn't, I know he's going to come to the house and tell me this. Or I know he's out doing this. You know, just the expectations of how she thought things would go or should go. How they actually do happen. And you know what? I never thought about it that way. But I really can't be mad at his answer because that is a good presentable answer. So shout out to Lauren who was just talking about expectations so expectations is the song for my soul this week because is this yeah. new music or yes it's new oh okay because you know nor money put out her two songs last week and then lauren put out her songs either the week before or the week after but i've been stuck doing other things double work so is it like a pop song no it's a ballad oh so because can, can she sing yeah okay yeah um uh, because you know the other girl came out with havana ooh na na she went pop, and then we know no money's going pop. And then so for her to come out with a ballad, oh, and then somebody else came out with something. Well, uh, the other girl, girl went, got all the things. Not got... not the no money girl, but the girl who we want to succeed after her. She came out with a song featuring Ty Dolla Signs. It's not really doing well. Black China, decent song. No, fifth. I was talking about Fifth Harmony members. Oh, but then so for this girl to come out with a ballad, I was like, wow. Everybody else is going the pop route, but she just went. Slow jam. So it was un one, it was unexpected. And, and she's two, white as well, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's bisexual. Oh. Okay. And she's bisexual. So mm. all right. Well, blessings to her. I know. <clears throat> um, the song for my soul this week is heavily inspired by um uh Bohemian Rhapsody that I just saw a couple days ago. Amazing movie. I heard it was really good. Uh fucking amazing it did not make the amount of money that it deserved to make i heard it was but it, it, was, it was still number one this weekend and i'm gonna get to that a little bit later but queen um for me was like the limp biscuit of the late 80s and early 90s limp biscuit okay what did limp biscuit do i remember the name limp biscuit but i mean like wow I think Jay Z did a song with Lil Biscuit. That was Lincoln Park. Okay, see, this is where I'm at. Um, okay. What did Lil Biscuit do? That's okay. I don't know. That's okay. Bless your heart. <clears throat> um, and so this song, <coughs> also uh, from 1986, uh, is a amazing song by Queen. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Freddie Mercury, one of the best male vocalists. 
from then, from that time period. Here we are, born to be kings. Mm-hmm. We're the princes of the universe. Here we belong, fighting to survive in a world with the darkest of powers. And here we are, the princes of the universe. Here we belong, fighting for survival. We've come to be the rulers of you all. I am immortal. I have inside of me the blood of kings. All right. I have no rival. No man can be my equal. Take me to the future of you all. Princes of the Universe by Queen um, is an amazing song. It's meant so many different things to me because it was one, the uh, soundtrack to the Highlander TV show. And I love the Highlander TV show like since the beginning of my time. Mm-hmm. But in figuring out over the years and later in life, Freddie Mercury's journey of being uh, thinking that he was bisexual at first, but actually coming out as a gay male, then revisiting these words about being a king and being the prince of the universe and having no man be his equal, it started to mean so many more things to me uh, than it originally meant. I have inside of me the blood of kings as a gay man, front, front. The lead front singer of Queen was saying these words, singing these words. That was a power ballad. Mm-hmm. That was a real power ballad. Like notes, vocals, range. Um, and so again, it means something different to me now than it meant to me before because before it was just, it's just a very fun song. It made me think about sword fighting and shit like that. But then, you know, like I said, as I grew up, it it gained a different context because he was talking about being a gay man and having the identity that you are royalty that you are important you are your your voice and your vision your thoughts are immortal and they will last longer than you will so um the lyrics of it took me back uh if you have not seen bohemian rhapsody go see bohemian rhapsody it is an amazing film uh when you think that they won't go there they went there it was amazing <clears throat> so we have gotten to the portion of our show of whether you're here for something or not. I don't know. I had a whole week and I just didn't prepare anything, you know. Um, I've been so busy. Um, but yeah, I'm not here for it. Oh, okay. Shout out to Norman Goldwasser, who is the clinical director of Horizon Psychology. What's that big word? Psychological, psychological Horizon Psychological Services in Miami. Um, he was exposed by an LGBT organization um, because in um, Norman, whatever his name is, he works at a place that claims to cure gay people. Oh my gosh, you can come Conversion to these, therapy. these psychological services, girl. We can psychotherapize you wow. and <laughs> cure you. And so somebody had told... Um, What's his name? Wayne Besson, founder and executive director of LGBTQ nonprofit Truth Wins Out. So um, Wayne is like, girl, the gag is the girl worked down to the conversion therapy place. And she over here on Manhunt is hot and hairy 72. (laughs) Where's your scooter? Where's your scooter? (laughs) And he got a profile on Gay Bear Nation. 
Wow. So he likes some hot in the area, right? 72. He's 46 years old out here. Choices. <laughs> um, so when Wayne Besson from the um, gate um, spot had told... What's his name? Norman, girl, your my name not really Brandon. This profile is a full gag, and you feel for everything. And sent the screenshots to NBC. Then Norman was like, "No, no, mercy, please, mercy, help me. I'm begging you for mercy." No. So then the girls called Norman for an interview. He's like, "He's got a sex addiction, and he is working through it, and he don't need people to be judging him at this time." Well, ma'am, I don't need you, sir, at this time. I don't need you to be going down to the to the job at the psychological center trying to tell people that they're not gay when you hiding Harry 72 across multiple platforms. Stand to your truth and live in it. Otherwise, I'm not here for it. That's a valued daughter of Christ right there. <laughs> I just... I'm begging for mercy. Tell me some, don't be judging him. He got a sex addiction. I can, I can feel the spirit <laughs> emanating off of him right now. Just... Ooh. Divine intervention. So yeah, I'm not here for that <clears throat> bullshit. Um, I have two things that I'm absolutely here for this week. The first is my fave. One of my faves should be one of y'all faves. Alyssa Edwards <coughs> is receiving, has received yeah. the key to West Hollywood. Gay, you hear me? <laughs> the gayest of the goddamn gay. <laughs> gay. First off, Alyssa Edwards, real gay. <laughs> Um, West Hollywood, real gay. <laughs> um, and I would just find it shocking that there are drag queens that have come before her mm-hmm. that are quote unquote bigger than her that live in West Hollywood that don't have this Ooh. prestige. And I'm not going to name names, but one starts with an R and ends with an L. Um, next... I would also like to highlight one of um, my favorite countries in my head that I have not been to yet, but it's just high on my list. I can't fucking wait to go. Thailand is marching towards recognizing same-sex unions by the end of 2018. Thank you. Here for it. We got not even a month and a half left in this bitch, and they are trying to get this shit pushed over the finish line right now. Thailand's cabinet will consider the life partnership bill later this month, possibly making Thailand the first place in Asia, all of fucking Asia. Possibly making Thailand the first place in Asia to recognize same-sex unions. Thailand's uh, government is holding a public consultation on same-sex unions and may pass the legislation before the end of the year. The life partnership bill will be considered by cabinet members by the end of the month, local media has reported. So, I am absolutely here for it. Please get that shit together. Um, I would love to come and visit Thailand for the first time. And by the time I get there, gay marriage is legalized. You never know. I might be my man while I'm over there. All right. We might need to elope. Woo. So, I'm absolutely here for it. Um, Shout out to Thailand. And definitely shout out to Alyssa Edwards. We love you. Always and forever. So, ladies and gentlemen... Boys and Gary is because they gay niggas and freaks. Oh we have gosh. gotten to um, probably some of your favorites. Oh, it's something in here already. Definitely uh, my favorite part of the show is our last call. Come on, which means we take a shot and 
And we tell you what our last call is. And if you have a shot available to you, you do so as well. So, without further ado, we will be taking our shots. This for Ebony. Well, shout out to the, whatever this flaming is in my it's throat. Liquor. Hopefully, this is. Ugh. Um, my last call this week goes to everybody who took a picture with their "I voted" sticker. Um, some people got creative. They knew they was a little hairy trade, so they put it on they right near their titty Jeez. and put their "I voted" sticker right there so people could see it. Some bottoms is an early hump day pick. Put the I voted back there on them cheeks. Let y'all see it. So just shout out to everybody who also talked about how easy it was to vote. Um, Someone on my timeline said this was the first time that they've had to stand in line to vote. There was a line when they got there, but they were excited to see so many people were exercising their right to vote. So standing there for five minutes while other people finished their ballots was cute and cool. So, my last call is to everybody who voted, told the world that they voted, and exercised their right. Because, whew, Jesus' name. <clears throat> well, my last call, I would first like it to be to Stacey Abrams and to Andrew Gillum, who have won run amazing campaigns. And if y'all lose tonight, I blame white people. <laughs> Um, okay. I'm watching Very these, specific. Yes, I blame white people. Um, I'm watching these numbers, and it looks like Andrew Gillum is close to defeat. Stacey Abrams is far off. They have not counted Atlanta yet. So, uh, please don't let these niggas give me a heart attack on tonight. Andrew Gillum needs to be the next governor of Florida. Stacey Abrams need to be, needs to be the next governor of Georgia. Stress, girl. Stress. So, that's Woo. the first part of my last call. The last part... Of my last call. is <laughs> <clears throat> as I stated earlier, Bohemian Rhapsody was an amazing fucking movie. And should I just like watch the things to know? Because YouTube usually has like a things to know before seeing this film. Should I watch yes, that? Yes, because you probably so don't. I can. You probably yeah. don't know all the Queen songs. You probably know the songs, but don't know that they're Queen songs. There's a We Will Rock You that they be playing in the. Is it? Is it Queen? Yes. That okay. Is the song. We Will Rock You. I but there's. Queen has a whole catalog. A, a cat, no, they have a catalog. Okay. So, um, if you need to watch those, um, you know, catch you up to speed videos because yeah. you're not quite familiar with Queen music, go ahead and do that. It's worth your time because they play probably a good ten to fifteen songs in the movie. Okay. And they caught me a Queen fan off guard with like two of them. <laughs> Because I didn't know what two of them were. I was like, what is this? I've never heard this. Okay. Shazam in the movies. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't pull your movie, your phone out in the movies. But write it down. Think about it. Do it after. But um, it's my last call because it's the biggest opening for an LGBT-led mm-hmm. movie of all, all time. time. They have been telling us forever that we cannot lead a movie nope. without being a caricature, without being a drag queen, without putting a wig on, and doing a voice. And that was a, a lie. fucking lie. Liar! Next, I would like to see a black person of color. Uh, though Freddie Mercury 
is a person of color. He's not looked at as a person of color. Mm-hmm. When you see this movie, it will show you he's really a person of color. And so I'm proud that he, as a person of color, uh, was able to do everything that he was able to do in his career. And definitely with this movie, showcase his uh, brownness. Um, but I would like to see other people of color in the LGBT movie sphere be given the same opportunity uh, because we have just as just as good, just as important stories to tell. I don't see nothing out here about Little Richard yet. The reboot of Sabrina. I heard the cat was gay on um, no, Sabrina. Oh. The cat is not gay. On Sabrina. <laughs> um, um, but uh, sign me up for the James Baldwin biopic. Okay. Forever iconic, so much that y'all could cover. Um, Bayard Rustin. Yeah. So that one's gonna be really good. So we've proved that it can happen with a person of the LGBT spectrum. We've proved that they can be a person of color as well. Mm-hmm. So give me a black one. Give me. Give me a black one. I'm not gonna be satisfied till we get, get a black here. one. Get here. Get here. Thank you guys for listening to Here for It podcast again this week. We are over 100,000 listens, and it is only because of you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe. <clears throat> I be forgetting people can subscribe to us. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so I know it's some of y'all out there that listen. every week. I know it's some of y'all out there that listen every week, but have not subscribed yet. Get over to SoundCloud. Push that subscribe button because you never know when a Friday episode is going to come and you won't know if you're not subscribed. And sometimes I've seen where podcasts say like Apple Podcasts be playing and don't upload the thing to Apple Podcasts like three days later. I'm like, I'm just so glad that we are like available practically anywhere you can get a podcast because if I solely had Apple Podcasts to depend on child. Indeed. And again, see us at the um, Project Briggs event on December 1st. The link will be in the bio and the Um, description. And the description. <laughs> It'll be in my Jack profile. Oh, look at you. I'm going to put it everywhere. Um, Do you say that often? Yeah, I'm going to put it everywhere. <laughs> be prepared. Be prepared. Um, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N. And you can still find me on Rent Boy. Bye. Bye. <laughs>